Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I am Scott Beeson. The ladies of Liberty are here. <laughs> Joey is running the program out of the, um, the Montgomery affiliate there. We appreciate you, Joey. Appreciate Look, we're trying, to, we're trying to not wear you out before you have to do your award-winning program. Well, I appreciate that greatly. Yeah. But could y'all talk a little about my writing again? Um, what were you saying? <laughs> yes, no, Joey's columns will. are amazing. <laughs> I, and and where, I, where do you find such Joey columns? Well, you find Joey's columns at 1819news.com. They come out on Tuesdays. And you can have your, your thoughts changed compelled. You may think you're right. Motivated. When you read Joey, mm. you think, hmm, I could be wrong. I made the mistake, but I meant it as a compliment. I said one time that I think Joey's <laughs> a better writer than he is radio show oh. host. Oh my. That might be But true. I meant that as a compliment for your writing. Like, you're really good at both. But a lot of times people can talk mm-hmm. or perform, mm-hmm. but they can't get their thoughts out on paper well. But you do both, Joey. You are just multi-talented. Wow. Even though you won't eat cookies if I bring them to you, which I still am stuck on that. It's, it's okay. So weird. I was just messing with you. No, you weren't. Yeah. No, you weren't. I know you weren't. <laughs> I was. I just have to, will, the truth has to be said now. You is, will go eat at a germ Nazi? McDonald's with some rando cooking for you in the back. <laughs> And Abs and I were going to bring you... I can't remember what we were going to do. Well, it didn't matter because he wasn't going to eat it. He specifically told us no. Well, but you're still a good it writer. It could have been. <laughs> what? That we're what? not good cooks? That could have been it. He could have been like, cook, I'll, you know... He's other heard people, about Ab's other people. purple biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't know about my really good chocolate chip you cookies. You do make some good cookies. There's no I doubt about that. I'm going to miss breakfast. Mm-hmm. It's fine. You sure Chris doesn't help no on those cookies? cookies. Joey. He does not. I have to make some tonight, actually. Okay, well, bring us some. I'll bring some on Monday. No, you won't. If Y'all we will take... eat them all. Y'all will eat every single one of them. Scott, not if I put some in the freezer and then I'll bring them on Monday when I bring our splitters so that we can connect the cameras. You're going to be ready. Okay. I'm ready, We're going to need some extenders, too. Just put them on the tab. He said put them on the tab. Yes. Won't be any problem. Let's go out to the phones again. The number here, 1-800-289-9228 on this. Uh, it's not exactly a What the Flip Friday, but uh, lots of stuff to do. Ann, Ann, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Always, always, always. Listen, Bill's got it right. But you know what they have now is a micro-school where a bunch of parents get together and hire a teacher to come in and teach a group of students. Kind of like the one-room schoolroom. Yeah, I like that idea. But here's the deal. There's 729,000 public school students. Mm -hmm. There's not enough spaces to do that. So if, if... the answer is, and always has been, to get the federal government and Common Core out of Alabama schools with their radical agenda and go back to teaching instead of indoctrinating. That's a really good point. This is Ann Eubank, who is also a candidate for the state school board. Um, Ann, let me... So where do you, where do you fall on uh, school choice? Money in the backpack... Uh, parents pay in, all of us pay in to the education system. We, we, do, we do agree in publicly funded education. Um, giving 
a parent or me or whoever the choice of, hey, look, here's the money we've got allotted for you. Go use it as you see fit to educate your child. Where are you on uh, that sort of topic? Uh, first, first off, my main attitude is parents have the God-given right to educate their children as they seem fit. The Correct. other thing is charter schools are great. You make doggone sure who starts one of those charter schools. Private schools are great. Christian schools are great. Homeschooling is great. Microschooling is great. But you got to make sure that the people who are given those licenses can teach. Well, we're not, but, 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 but Ann, in the public school system, we have people who can't teach. And they've got all the licenses and all the bona fides, and they just don't have the gift, some of them. And, and, and you know who licenses those teachers? The who? state school board <laughs> gives oh. the license for the school teachers. That, my friend, is problem number four. Hmm. We got three. We got three of it, but they just lowered the standards for public school teachers when they demand standards for everybody else. You, you know, you can't have it both ways. Well, that's that is part of what I said. The problem and what was happening the other day is the the potential pool of employees is shrinking, mm. and right. so we're 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 scraping. And since we can't find enough people to teach because the people who are gifted in teaching don't want to go into those crazy town places, um, well, we're, 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 now, low, we're lowering the, the uh, expectations. Yes, and we have taken master teachers out of the classroom and made them administrators. Yep. Why can't we put them back in the classroom? And... We have uh, seriously educated professionals in certain areas that could be put in the classroom to teach better than the teachers that came through education college. So are you, like for, that, are you for subject-specific teachers? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. So you're talking about even in like elementary school? Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. you're seeing like when our kids were still at Briarwood, they did something really well. They switched from just being, you know, teachers teaching everything to subject specific. Really? And so certain teachers would do math, some would do science, some would do history, or they would do English and history. What would you do with me? Because I can do them Science and all. math. Well, you can, Scott. No, I'm, so I'm you being serious. Be, no, you'd be a master teacher. Like, I think okay, my so dad would make a great master teacher. Okay. But I think we've made it really hard for people like my dad who did think, hey, I could go teach physics. His master's is in physics. Mm -hmm. He's also, you know, whatever. Right. We've made it very hard for people to be able to do that. It's not that hard. If you've got that subject and you're already good at it, mm -hmm. then go teach it. It would be amazing exactly. if we would have that freedom. There you go. And it yeah. won't take long to realize if you have the gift of teaching or not. And that's one right. of the things Ann has talked about before is figuring out, can you teach? I don't care how many degrees you have. I don't right. care how many stamps they put on your piece of paper. If kids aren't learning from you, you can't teach. Like Allison and I know, there's a, a couple of teachers we know that are our friends that are phenomenal teachers that are now administrators. They need to be in the classroom. Mm. 
Right. They, they're absolutely unbelievable. And then at a hospital, you don't have doctors that are administrators. You may have one on the staff who's, mm-hmm. you know, head of this doctors, whatever. But you have just regular people yeah. running the ship. Right. That's what we need in school. Some, somehow we've got this idea that we need educators that are the principal, the vice principal, blah, 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 whatever. No, we don't. I've never thought Put about that. Put them back in the classroom. Pay them yeah. well so they don't leave. Mm-hmm. But for the love of all that's good and holy, you don't need a teacher to pull them out of their giftedness and then go plug them into a tree of administration. What do you think, Ann? I think that's exactly. And man, if I'm elected, we're just going to turn it upside down. That's a pretty good line right there. I think I might use that on the campaign trail. How do people find out about you, Ann Eubank? Um, VoteAnnForEducation.com I'm in, I, I'm in Bama Carey all weekend. I'm on the road today. I'm speaking at Bama Carey as um, the chair of Alabama Legislative Watchdog. But it's easy to find me. VoteAnnForEducation.com and so I guess if people can't spell education, they can't support you. Well, that, that therein lies a problem. Right? <laughs> Thank you, Ann. That's Ann Eubank running for the state school board. We appreciate her. Um, so many, so many things. I mean, it's just so. I don't know. So with the teacher, and back to the single subject, would they? Would the kids stay in the same classroom and then the teacher would come in or would they well, rotate? Well, it just kind of depended on what grade the kids were in. Some of them would come to the classroom. Mm-hmm. But I noticed that we have it at the high school level. It was genius when they brought it into the middle school area and the lower school level. It really worked well because those teachers shined and you're like, I had no idea you were such a good science teacher. I'm thinking of one in particular that made one of my kids love science. Hmm. And so I think that is an idea that we should try. And so the kids would stay in the classroom and the teachers would rotate, even though each of them had their homeroom that that was their base camp. They would go to the classrooms right. and have all the supplies they needed, and the kids stayed the same. And then, you know, yeah. there were certain times they switched. So it was an interesting idea, mm-hmm. and they changed it up. I had half my kids did one way, half my kids did another way. It's interesting. What? What are you laughing at? I wish you could see your face. Yeah, uh-huh, 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 you seem uh-huh. so uninterested in this. No, I'm what thinking, are you thinking? No, I'm just, I, I don't, I've just got other thoughts. I mean, we, we, we have... Look, we we all have children who have gone through the public school system. And there are times when they end up in the class when you think, this this teacher doesn't know how to do math. Mm. Why is he, why is she the math teacher? Just, and, and I don't know how those kinds of things happen. And why is it so hard to fire them? Yeah, I mean, everybody knows. Again, oh, the way gosh. to know to who has not tenure. got the gift of teaching is to find out who the other teachers, who are usually the moms, what teacher are they making sure that their child is avoiding? Hmm. The avoided teacher does not have the gift of teaching. So they all know. The people in the system know. But there's no way to to weed that out. And then I was laughing about the um, the administrators. Because that has been the hallmark way of how you get rid of a bad teacher is promote them. To administrators? To administrators. Mm. Or you just make it, I mean, there's been some situations in my school Mm -hmm. community where there are just horrible teachers you can't do, you can't fire them, you can't get rid of them. So Mm -hmm. you just have to kind of make their lives tough where they want to (laughs) leave. Right. 
is kind of the only option, which stinks. Because meanwhile, really good kids start to hate science. Really good kids start right. to doubt their intelligence when it's really just a bad teacher. There's a chance. Mm-hmm. I'll, and I'll tell you another little sneaky story. There was a lady, didn't agree with me politically. She was mad at me about half the time. But uh, she was a very good elementary school teacher. And she started, like, doing some extra stuff. And and I was like, heck, yeah, this is awesome. This is more like it used to be. Wow, right. this is great. There were parents who complained because their kid, and I'm not talking about homework. I'm just talking about learning more. Yes. Maybe a little more in during the day because their friend's kid who was in a different class wasn't having to do that. I'm like, what is going on? We're literally complaining about doing probably what everyone should be doing academically, but there was a there was a pull down to mediocrity. Right. Don't uh uh-uh, don't make my you know don't mm-mm, this is too much work. I was like, oh my gosh. So we we have a cultural yes, problem with it as well. Now I'm a anti homework person. I'm an anti busy work person. Right. But. Learning more, doing more, expanding what they know should always be a plus. We have never talked about how early kids go to school. I have a real problem with that. It is not a good plan. If you can't get things done in eight or nine hours, I mean, or really less. I mean, kids start to get picked up at 6.30 in the morning. That's insane. 6.35 was one one of ours had their bus. I pick up my first kid at 6.30. (laughs) Hey, Clark's out there, Lunchbox Bob as well. Man, what a day. I don't know if they're going to let us back on Monday, so you better listen today. We'll be back. We are back, everybody. Alabama Unfiltered Radio. My goodness, the day is running away from us. Uh-oh, two of our it. regular, much-anticipated callers. We'll take them in order. Lunchbox Bob, welcome to the program. I hope you are well. It's the third half. Two babes and Scott. And Scott, I'm going to be yes, honest sir. with you. Okay. I'm going to tell you the truth. Oh, crap. I don't know what you had on the radio before, but two babes came along and saved you and made it the wonderful program it is today. <laughs> oh. Now, yeah. they were discovered by 1819 News, I understand. And talking about education, boards of education, corruption in the system... 1819 News is running another story about some misappropriation of funds. Something about Elmore County. Somebody's school lunch money got used to fund catering at a wedding or something. I don't I mean, know. It, it could have, look, it could have been, if the, the wedding was early, it could have still been lunch. <laughs> and in Alabama, we do let our girls get married as young as 14. <laughs> Let's not forget that either. No. My question, and this goes to the heart of what we've been talking about, if these accusations are true, if misappropriations of funds are the reality, is anyone going to get fired? Are we going to see people lose their jobs? I doubt it. Because in Alabama, as in every woke, educated state we have in the union, the problem is toxic compassion. We are so concerned as a culture with appearing compassionate to the most least and weak and vulnerable. And yes, these individuals do deserve compassion. 
But you do not show compassion for these individuals at the cost of destroying the system and the process that is the educational value offered to all of our rising students. Toxic compassion. I want every new board member that's running, and it's been awesome. We've got to hear from several of them this morning. I want them to chew on that phrase for a few minutes, and then I want them to think very hard, like something we don't allow to think in this state too much anymore. I want them to think like a man. I want them to save a system. I want them to work hard to cure the process. I want them to understand that when you're trying to save an army that's caught in the jaws of a trap, there are sacrifices that will be made to save the whole. Because what's happening right now with toxic compassion is we're trying desperately to save everyone and give everyone opportunity and give everyone a chance when the reality is all we're doing is slaughtering anyone who had the opportunity to excel. And that's why charter schools are going to take off and private schools are going to take off and Christian schools are going to grow and micro schools are going to be part of the answer because there are enough parents today who are saying no more. I'm saving my child off the beach that's being bombed by the enemies. Now, I'll be back. This is a Dunkirk moment, people. The French aren't going to England. They've got to man the front line and hold the Germans because the British will be back. Now, if you were educated in an Alabama public school, you probably don't even know the historical moment I just referenced. Think about the Alamo. There's some people here that are going to get hurt. There's some jobs that are going to be lost. There are some lives that are going to be set back. But are we going to have a free and independent state in the future? Or are we just going to be slaves? Each one of us begging for cold, lukewarm coffee. And I'm going to tell you, Scott, I don't drink lukewarm coffee. <laughs> I drink coffee strong, black, and slightly better. Thank you, Lunchbox. We appreciate you. <laughs> All I know about Dunkirk is that was the Harry Styles movie, right? <laughs> well. <laughs> you know. That's probably accurate. I think. Uh, I mean, one, I don't know who he is. He's one the, Direction, he's the dress, singer. He's a dress wearer Wasn't guy. He in, is he a dress wearer? Well, yes, he's, he's a dress he wearer. On movie, but yeah, he was in One Direction. Harry Styles, super okay. cute. He was in Dunkirk, but I don't know what happened was in the movie. Was he in Dunkirk? Oh, wow. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, it's it's a good movie. Did y'all see? Sorry, did I, did we? Do we already talk about the show? With you have seen these clips of the the young men and the young women talking, and the, and the women are it's hoflation, like you've said, mm -hmm. and they're just talking about how I wouldn't marry a man if he didn't make like two hundred thousand dollars, and you know the guy's got to do all this and this and this and this, and they're asking like, well, what, what do you bring to the relationship? Mm. And and their best answer is I'm hot, and that's Come it. On. No, I'm serious. We need to find that. And and. It's like a long string of these things. There's a lot of them. I don't know if one group makes it or not. And and that's all they've got is, well, I look good right now. And they're like, well, what about in 10 years or whatever? What do you bring? Can you cook? Are you nice? Are you respectful? Can you do, can you do any of these things? Do you Are you just a good person? It's no, 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 no. And one of the girls says, well, y'all just, you just think we're all dumb. It's, you know, the typical. <laughs> and he's like, well, name three countries. Hmm. And her first country is um, Paris. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And he doesn't even, he's like, okay. 
is waiting on the other two. Wow. Or three. And she eventually gets to like three. Paris being, you know, the first one. But she's going to show out and go to like four. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we just. Are you saying that's, that's me? No, I'm saying it's modern education. I will yeah. say Jennings was at. I can't believe I just said her name. I meant to not say her. Eighth one of grade. your children. One of her, one of her teachers asked her what the. This, this is in carpool line, so I don't even know why they were doing this. Maybe it was purposeful. Mm-hmm. What's the biggest state in the United States? Canada. <laughs> Eighth grade. Eighth. Well, you grade. saw the clips uh, where the guy asked people out in California, you know, what. Um, which president or who was the uh, United States Capitol named after? Oh, dear. What happened? Oh, shoot. It's everything but Washington. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, I'm serious. It's a heart attack. Now, look, I know they probably Maybe interviewed 100 people so yeah. they could get the five or six complete ding idiots. Ding-dongs. But they don't look like idiot ding-dongs. I mean, they're, you know... <laughs> Like, look, normal. I know we're, you know. We're all going to die. You see some people and you're like, uh, he's an idiot. But he's probably brilliant. But right. these people look no. somewhat normal. Should we go do man on the street interviews and ask yes. questions? We need to start doing that. But let's go to Clark. Clark knows who the capital of the United States is um, we got a named after. Clark, welcome to the program. Oh, we do got a break, but hurry, hurry. We'll, we'll carry you over, Clark. Okay, before you carry me over, help me out. I know okay. John Wayne and Billy Bob Thornton were at the Alamo, but was the French and English there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's one of the other questions, Clark, is who, okay, uh, who were the two sides who fought in the Civil War or who won the Civil War? That's a fascinating question. Oh. It'll be, you know, oh. the British. Good guys and the Yankees. Yes. <laughs> and who did we, um, who was the revolution, the American Revolution fought against? Oh, the answers are oh, horrible. Wow. Clark, we'll carry you over to the other side. Thanks, sir. Sparky, don't go anywhere. You'll be up as well. Welcome back in, everybody. That's good stuff. Joey. She has so much rhythm. (laughs) I mean, at least half of you does. When she if I had out a, a peanut <laughs> yeah. in my hand, but I can't throw that crown at you because it would hurt. Mm. Does Joey get the joke? He probably does. That's your white? Yeah. Well, she's half black. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm white. I'm very yeah. white. Well, and I right. don't mean that in an offensive way. It takes a cracker to know a honky. But, uh, <laughs> like. <laughs> it's bad. Yeah, no, it's, it's a it's a whole it's a whole story. Abs yeah. has got it going on though. Scott, yeah. the one yeah. thing I haven't seen you do is dance at all. Yeah, that's so I'm assuming the reason for you that. just have given mm-hmm. up. Once you, I mean, you can ask Chris, but once you get taller than everyone else, you just you don't dance. You just give it up because you because I look like a spaz, mm-hmm. and when you're taller mm-hmm. than everyone, they're like, dude, you can see the spaz over there dancing. You like just, a dancing giraffe. Yeah, it's awkward. I'm hoping my neck. <laughs> Let's go back to Clark. Clark, welcome back to the program. Hey, Scott. So, hey, Clark. You and I have done this before, but this is a new audience. So I want to do it again. A mile and a half from where I'm sitting, there used to be a Kmart. Correct. That was the closest big box store to me. A Kmart was failing. No two ways about it. It wasn't doing good at all. There's a Walmart in Gunnersville, and there's a Walmart in Boaz. If we did big box stores the way we did schools, I would have only been allowed to shop at Kmart. 
Mm-hmm. So I would have been forced to go to a failing store. Now, if the rules were that way, what incentive would Kmart have ever had to up their game and try and do better? Absolutely nothing. And they would have loved it because you would have been forced to shop there no matter what they did. So why are we making kids go to Kmart? Because that's the way we've always done it. Because we we employ the employees at Kmart school or Kmart high. That's why. So, you know, I'm sorry, but everything y'all talked about this morning, failing this, not doing well at that, you fix everything there if you allow parents to have a choice where the kids go. Amen. Now, real quick. Have you seen the left's reaction to the Alabama's court on the embryo case? They are melting down. They are completely melting down. And the best thing I've seen yet, have you seen where they're saying that Republicans want to shut down in vitro fertilization? Yes, I was asked a question by a citizen who who thought that that is what is going on, that the court had decided to shut it all down. And I said, no, the court decided that those fertilized eggs, those embryos are valuable and you're responsible for taking care of them because they're people. And Just like th- every other person. That, that hospitals and clinics are supposed to do. They have a, a um, responsibility for the people in their charge. And when I explained that, they were like, Really? No, really, that's what it is. Scott. Yes. If you brought your female dog to me because you couldn't get her bread, Mm -hmm. and I ovulated her and collected those ova, Mm -hmm. and then fertilized them, and I let somebody come in off the street, and your dog's embryos were destroyed, Mm -hmm. would I be held liable uh, you'd have to make it up in some way. I would be held liable. Mm-hmm. Why should your local veterinarian be held to a higher degree and standard than UAB? Because that's pretty much what UAB is saying. We're going to shut our program. And they're not going to do that, Scott, because they make a lot of money off of that. And they ain't going to give the income up. All this we're shutting down. That's huff and puff. Well, don't forget, though, they are they do have the capability there to make a lot of political statements because the taxpayers of this state give them tremendous amounts of money no matter what they do. So there's probably some income around the edges where they're like, hey, I, I make it up with the money that it doesn't matter what I do. It comes anyway. They are a bureaucratic governmental entity. The notion that they should not be responsible just fascinates me. And one last thing, I know you got to move on. Mm-hmm. You know, ever since what two thousand and ten, at least, you can't call yourself a Democrat in Alabama and get elected to, to very little things. You get elected to. Now, That's right. As things stand right now, if you want to get elected as a Republican, you have to proclaim fealty to Donald Trump, right? Right. Have you heard a political ad where it's a Republican that says, I ain't going to support Donald Trump? I've not heard that, no. Have you heard one of those? No. And you're not going to. So, I'm sorry. If you're a politician or you're somebody running and you want to, like, sway me, 
telling me you're for Trump is like uh, you like apple pie and mom. Yeah, it's the Alabama ads. Everybody has a church, a tractor, a dog, a gun. All those things are in your ad. Yes. And Trump is now, too. You have to bring more to the table if you want to sway me. You got it. Thanks, Clark. Appreciate you, buddy. Yes, sir. Good points. Let's go to Sparky. Sparky, welcome to the program. Hey, good morning. Good morning, good Sparky. Morning. I said a couple of things. Uh, you were trying to do the uh, quick conversion meters to feet? Yes. yes. Easy way to do it. All right, I'm, I literally the am writing this down. Are 30, 39 inches and change. Okay. So for every four meters, you have three, 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 three is 12, and three inches and three inches and three inches and three inches are another foot. So for every four meters, you roughly have 13 feet. Four meters, 13 feet. So when it says... Mm-hmm. Okay, I appreciate that, Sparky. <laughs> I'll, 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 that'll quickly fix it for me. And the other, the other thing about the, the moon, you were saying that gravitational is one-sixth of the U.S. So you said if the girls weighed 50 pounds, that means they'd be 300 pounds on Earth. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So they got their suits on, and I was saying that the full-grown astronaut and their suits... <laughs> and then that would be something like weighing 50 pounds here. But, yes, I wasn't yeah. saying the girls. No, we weigh 300 yeah. pounds. We get it. Yeah, I thought 30 pounds may be a better average. I, I don't know what the average is. <laughs> hey, here, here's Sparky kissing up like everybody yeah, else. I, Sparky, I Sparky. Sparky call anytime. Hey, we can't Look do it that. without the ladies. No, you've been married a while, Sparky? 54 years. I knew it. I knew it. Oh, good job, brother. So well. Very good job. Aww. Thanks, ma'am. I know Appreciate we you. keep the trap shut. <laughs> so you want to know how I do it? Okay, so one meter is three, three a little right. over three feet. So I just go three feet times however, however many, many meters. meters, and then I'm like, eh, we'll just add like twenty. But wasn't our question kilograms? It was. It was the anaconda yeah, was. being eight hundred? The biggest one's eight hundred kilograms. But Sparky, you want to talk about feet and meters? Is it one point six pounds per kilogram, or one point six kilograms to the pound? Why did we do that? I don't know. Let I'm me, thinking it's like 1,400 pounds. I'm, I'm with you. That'd Wait, be a big, my, my instant brain that can that, do math now that couldn't do it before many was like 1,400. Kilograms to pounds? Yeah, so how many pounds so is right 800 now. kilograms? One kilogram is 2.2046 oh, pounds. So what okay. would it be? So... I'm confused. Where where do we start? Aren't you the engineer? 1,600? Or you just keep working. Get your little No, 1,600 pounds? No, it was 800 kilograms. 800 kilograms. So can we do a little Matthew Rue? Yeah, hold on. It's like, yeah, you're 1,600 plus. Okay, that's what I was. Sorry, I went to the clock instead of the calculator. She's so technical now. Thanks, technical producer Allison. 1,763.68 pounds. Okay. Pretty good. See, I mean, when you're that big, does it really matter to be precise? <laughs> you do whatever you want. If you're 300 if pounds. you're a snake that big. What's 330 pounds? Yeah, I think the uh, little Ladies of Liberty are big. That's <laughs> all you need to know. Big time. We got big, big brains. Got big brains, <laughs> and I cannot lie. <laughs> Byron P. Democritus up on the other side on the Friday edition of Alabama Unfiltered Radio. You know what I mean? Welcome back into the program, everybody. No point 
You I pointed mean, early and I then you didn't have another one? Joey pointed, but then I wasn't sure it was the point because we weren't that far into the music mm-hmm. and I kind of like this song. Yeah, we can wait a little while. So I was being selfish and I was just going to let the song go. I'm good for that. Do y'all remember, y'all remember the old cartoon? I've mentioned it on the show before. It was Family Circle where the little kids talking to the other ones and says, hey, I love this Rush Limbaugh. He's a great disc jockey, but he talks too much between the songs. <laughs> I do remember that. It was one of the greatest, greatest ever. Let's go back to um, one of the best talkers we know, one of the most highly educated, um, Professor Byron P. Democritus from Contrarian University. Professor, welcome back to the program. Mr. Beeston and the ladies of Liberty, you have had these candidates, the Republican, conservative, you know, and you banks and your Charlotte Meadows, you didn't really have Stephanie Bell, but we are preparing over here with our liberal agenda to take care of whichever one of them gets in here and thinks they're going to do something. Today we had brunch. We had a brunch with, uh, you know, Dr. Wayne Reynolds, the superintendent up here that the girls oh, love so much. And, <laughs> so and Kevin and his Kevin, the appointee to the English language arts. It's going to be secretive again this year. We had his significant other over here. And, and Kay, we had a brunch. We had tea. I went by the ABC store for, for the governor. And and we, are, um, we, we have a program that's going to just keep the liberal agenda in place. Are you ready for the acronym, Allison? <laughs> Got yeah. it, got yes, it. Yes, I am, Professor. I got my pen. No, he said this Allison. Is a, this is, oh, Allison. This is, the, this is the 2024 agenda. It is the unilateral pigeonholing of school education and trustworthiness. And we're going to lay it on Ann, you know, lay it on Charlotte, or lay it on the other candidate there. Kelly. Stephanie. Oh, the, oh Kelly. Well, I yes. didn't even know about her. Well, <laughs> Uh, be prepared for what we're going to have because there's nothing that y'all can do about it. Have a nice day. Thank you, Professor. <laughs> what was it? Is uh, it up uh, hosed? Up with the hose? <laughs> <laughs> Oppose it? Oppose it? Obsessed. You know, Professor, you would tell me I could get the words right. She does know her words. Thank you, Professor. Harbor Ringer. (laughs) That's what she would call it. That's a Harbor Ringer Ringer. (laughs) So I think that uh, the professor should call us every Friday at the end of the show to just kind of give us an update. Like, I know the professor will call us during the week, but I feel like it just kind of kept off. We know the difference in him and, and a lot of the professors and the academics in Alabama, he just likes to call and, and rub it in. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's, he's not afraid. He's, like, he's we, honest about it. There's nothing you can do about yeah. it. We got the upset and the up with the hoser tree or whatever it was. Well, you know, the only <laughs> other thing that would have made it great is what did they serve at brunch? What did they drink? Give me give me some color. Oh, no. It's, like po- a it's bourbon. Pos- it's pasta salad. Uh, is it straight salad. up bourbon? Sweet tea spiked with bourbon. Okay. And pasta salad. Okay. Is that the, like, ladies? The governor was there. The significant other from mm. one of the guys was there. Pasta, <laughs> pasta salad. Chicken salad and pedophores. Mm, boy, those sound good right now. Some of them thought they said, never mind. No. Scott? Beeson. Well, I mean, it's Scott? a liberal. It's a liberal group. It is a liberal group, and I appreciate. And they're it. Hey, right. And the furries. That's right. Can I just say, as we round up this week, that we didn't get to any of the news we had planned on. None. Do you think we can do it on Monday? Probably. Yes, or because no? I'm going to go chase a story that I mentioned that pulled right up for me. But we need to wait until Monday because I need to do a little just, more reading. Just be careful with that story because. 
there's a lot there. There is a lot there. I have somebody you could talk to, but there's a lot there, and you might... You might die. Yeah. Like, don't tell us about it, because I don't want to know. No, I don't want to tell you about it, but I did find an article from a well-read news source on it. So I'm like, okay, this is okay. But we may not get to it on the air. I think what the more important thing is... What you said yesterday is finding out who's really pulling the strings here just to open people's eyes. These people may be fabulous individuals, but they're still pulling strings. And I think it'd be good if we could talk about it. So so we'll get mm-hmm. to, who is Steve Raby? We'll get to mm-hmm. gambling update, mm-hmm. school choice update. Russia. Russia, I was Ukraine. about to ask Scott. what you wanted to talk about in the New York say Russia. It's just because people don't know. It is a great example. There are red pills. <sighs> The whole Russia-Ukraine thing is just okay, a whole bottle of red pills. Alabama is falling apart. Well, that's true. But so we, we probably knew need that to talk about her and gambling and what happens with oh, gambling. and Cheerios and oats are bad for you. That's disappointing. That's all we fed our kids. I'm going to oh. have oatmeal for breakfast tomorrow no, now that not. you just it's said got, that in uh, rebellion. It's got, it's got cormaquat in it. Wait, wait, wait. Oatmeal's bad? Mm-hmm. I love oatmeal. Mm-hmm. It's bad. What if it's organic? Pesticide linked to infertility. If I'm dead, it's because I ate my oatmeal Saturday. It'll be on Monday. We're going to try to be back. We'll do our best. Joey, have a great show. Have a great weekend. See y'all. See y'all.